Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8 and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Wonder Boy in Monsterland was released for the Sega Master System in North America in January of 1988. It was released in the same year in Japan and Europe. So it was released previously in the arcade in 1997. Did you ever see it in the arcade? No. I never saw it once. And it was also released for the PC Engine in 1987 as well. Oh, okay. So uh, if you look for information on this game, it is on many, many different systems. Yeah, it's it's the whole Wonder Boy series is very um, obtuse. Like the names are weird and trying to, you know, put them in order. It's very, very hard. It is. Now, this is a sequel to Wonder Boy. So this is this is Wonder Boy 2, right? Basically, According, yes. depending on who you ask, but right. And it was developed by Westone. Now, Westone is best known for their amazing game, Jaws. Oh, really? They did Jaws also? No, really. Uh, it's just me who loves Jaws, but they are <laughs> most known for all of the Wonder Boy games. Sure. Uh, and this game and all of the others were published by Sega. Right on. I feel like uh, Wonder Boy was kind of their answer to Mario early on. Yeah, um, not as good as Mario, but uh, I remember seeing it in the arcade, and you know it was all right. You know, very Adventure Islandy kind of. I mean, obviously this came first, and right. Hudson had the weird, you know, Adventure Island kind of started in a similar place to this, and then branched off. Yes, and I feel like this was their attempt to have a young mascot character they really wanted it to catch on you cute little boy but it wouldn't until we saw that crazy blue hedgehog <laughs> well nick what kind of game is wonder boy in Monsterland? well it's a 2d side-scrolling uh, action platformer but with some light rpg elements in there yeah i would call it i wouldn't say that i would say it's a straight-up action rpg yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there. There were other games of similar ilk in the arcade back in the day, where kind of you know Black Tiger or these you know you're going through a two D kind of level. It's a level by level. You're not backtracking, but there's still items to collect, money to be made. Okay, but I feel like this one has um, a little more of the RPG element to let you progress your character. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty awesome. Now you are Wonder Boy. Yeah, or in the manual, his real name is Bok Lee Temjin. Well, Bok Lee Temjin is technically the Wonder Teen. Or Yeah, or uh, he's also known as Tom Tom for short, but I always just call him Wonder Boy. Well, it's 11 years after the first Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah, it's so noted. he's no longer the, a boy. Yeah, he's yeah Wonder Teen, I guess. <laughs> and you are out to defeat the Mecha Dragon. Yeah. That's M-E-K-A. Yeah, yeah. In all capitals, right? Or... Yeah, that's how I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Now, you can uh, jump Mario style, mm -hmm. but your arc uh, and your distance changes depending on your equipment. Yeah, whatever kind of your boots and your movement also. Like, you can move faster the better boots you have. And you can attack with a sword. Mm-hmm. But you don't start with the sword. No, no. You start with nothing. 
And you can also get uh, items and magics. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, we should also say, similar to Mario, uh, you can find a lot of hidden gold around uh, just by jumping. Not like hitting a block, but little coins or coin bags will just pop out. And there's kind of a little trick to it where if you, you know, when you see one pop up from your jumping, you can sometimes get two or three more, you know, or, well, two or three coins total by kind of wiggling back and forth as you jump. Did you see that as well? Or Or you can just keep jumping back up and down in that same spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, the coins or your money is just one of many things represented on the heads-up display. Oh, yeah, yeah. On your screen there. Uh, You also have a health meter. Mm -hmm. You start with five hearts. And how many can it grow to? Um, It can get up to ten. You can get... um, It's tied to your score every time you get... uh, Well, when you get to 30,000 points, 100,000, 200,000, and 400,000, you'll get an extra heart each time. Okay. I don't know if I ever got that final heart. I I was able to, but there, there are ways... Now, that score goes up, um, like you said, by collecting treasures or killing monsters. Mm -hmm. And there's a hierarchy to those treasures. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think necklaces are near the bottom and the crown is the best. The crown and the scale, or I think the crown's worth like 10,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get scales are worth 5,000. Harps are 3,000. Mirrors are 2,000. Pearl necklace is 1,000. And then there's a cracked old jug. No, you don't want that jug. That's 500 points. Well, I guess you do. You'll take anything you can get. Now, also in the levels, you can find hearts, and those will refill your health. Uh, Just some are hidden, Mm -hmm. and monsters will also drop them. They'll drop a small heart and a big heart. If you're lucky, the big big heart will fill your life completely. It's uh, really cross your fingers and hope for those anytime because it'll it'll give you points for how much life you have remaining as well similar to at the end of the level oh cool yeah because it drains all your health first which is a little frightening the first time you get it yeah it is now your health also refills at the end of each level a little bit not all the way though you get like an extra heart or i don't really know how it works i'm not sure that it seems like a little more than a heart like a heart and a half i'm not i I could never seem to get an exact maybe it's just a heart it seems more likely but I, i could never get an exact number or amount now there is also a timer in this game yeah you have a little hourglass with some red sand uh falling down and this aspect of the game is really interesting because when the timer runs out, you don't die. You lose one heart. Yeah, and the, the timer, it takes about 37 seconds to run out. It's, 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 it seems pretty bad. You're like, how the hell will you, you know, if you're losing a health every 37 seconds, but it refills at a lot of weird times. Yeah, now it'll refill because you can find little hourglasses in the level. Mm-hmm. It'll refill at certain shops. Uh, yeah, it'll refill at the uh, hospital, and as well as if you get a new or you find a heart right. from an enemy, it'll uh, it'll restart it there. Um, certain areas or divisions in levels that'll that'll refill it. There were a few points in the game where I did take one or two hits just from time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it should be said they uh, it'll also reset um, when you enter and leave a boss room. So and obviously at the end of the round. There, cool. Yeah, so there are plenty of times where I'd just be running, like, I just have to get into one of these doors right away. Like uh, <laughs> Now, also on screen, you can see what uh, magic you have currently equipped. Mm-hmm. And those magics drop from monsters. Yeah, yeah. Or you can buy them as well in magic shops, and they're not too expensive. No, and they are the bomb. Yeah, it uh, chucks out a little kind of grenade size, but like uh, the classic black, you know, with a, with a fuse coming off little bomb. I, I like the little graphics. The fireball. And you shoot that fireball, and it's like heat sinking. Yeah, it's like a little circle of fireballs that, like, homes in. That's probably, yeah, one of my favorite ones. I don't know. I really like the tornado. Yeah, yeah. 
The tornado, good. it falls on the ground, it hits an enemy, and then bounces off them to hit another enemy. Yeah, you can really... Uh, I used... Um, it, you use magic by just pressing down, which is a little weird, but uh, so I use a lot of it on accident, but it's so cheap and, and pretty common, especially later, that it's okay. Now, you also can get the Thunder Flash. That's the final one. Yeah, and this one, th- this is really good for bosses, especially the dragon at the end. Um, yeah, because it damages everything on the screen, and that usually cancels out their attack. Yeah, it's uh, very useful. Now, pressing start, that takes you to your status screen. Yeah, you, you can see your, your inventory, all your, your sword, shield, armor, and boots that you have equipped. Yeah, and well, let's go through those real quick. Sure, sure. Let's start with swords. Mm-hmm. You do not buy swords. No, you earn them from defeating some certain mini-bosses. And they're usually in, or always? No, usually in hidden rooms. I think there's one that is, let me the first one. Okay. Or, or maybe more, but, I mean, I got them all. <laughs> mm, I did at different times, but we'll get to that. <laughs> now, those swords are, what, the Gradius? And that's the one that's given to you right off the bat. Yeah, and I always wondered, like, because I had this theory, too, about the game Gradius, where I'm like, is that a, you know, Japanese, Englishy like, Gladius or Gladius, which is, like, the Roman sword they used in legions and stuff? Quite so likely. I'm assuming it is here, but I wonder if that was, like, a, you know, that's where the original, the term for that game came from. Hmm. Who knows? Well, you can also get a broadsword, a greatsword, the famed Excalibur itself. Mm-hmm. And then the Sword of Legend. Oh. But the Sword of Legend can only be gotten if you have all of the other swords. Yeah, you you can't. Can you skip any of the earlier ones? Not if you want that Sword of Legend. Mm. You can to get mm. the other swords. Man, you know, I don't think I did get the Sword of Legend. Maybe I'll have to check because the last one I remember seeing on there was Excalibur. Yeah. And I just assumed that was the best one. No, there is a Sword of Legend. You have to have all the other swords and then there's a secret place maybe? Yeah. You fight a thing, and it will give you the new sword. Hmm. I'll definitely have to go back and check now. It's going to bug me. Well, it's not going to bug me, because I know I did not get it. (laughs) You can also get armor in this game, and armor reduces the amount of damage you take from just all all hits. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's a... Is there a set, like, ratio? Not that I could find, but, man, armor is great in this game. Yeah, it's... eh, I don't know. Armor and boots, priority one, but... (laughs) There is light armor, and that's a 60 gold, mm-hmm. night armor at 150, and then heavy armor at 100. So that's something I found online, that the heavy armor, which is cheaper, is actually better. So do you think they just priced it wrong, like it should be 200 or something? I think it's like a little trick. Yeah. Because the night armor, that makes you, sounds good. You really want to go for it. Yeah, and the, uh, you know, with the, the shield... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know why. they. That's a trick, man. It is, but it's cool because if you have played with the knight armor and then you go back and you play again and get the heavy armor, it's a lot easier. Yeah, um, I wasn't aware of that. I assumed it was worse because it cost less, and uh, you actually told me about that, and I, I was like, whatever, it can't be that good, but it really is markedly better. <laughs> like, It makes the couple boss fights through there much, much easier. Oh, and you just don't have to sweat life going through levels nearly as much. It's really good. <laughs> no, and finally you'll have the hard armor at 360 and the legendary armor at mm-hmm. 540, and those are all found in shops. Yeah, you got to buy them. 
Next up, we have the shields, and the shields will stop all projectiles? Uh, I think it depends on the strength of the shield. Like, okay, like, I think they all will stop like arrows, but, you know, as you level them up, they'll stop more projectiles. Like but, fireballs. You know, bubbles, things. different things. Now, the um, stronger the shield, the less knockback you also get. Oh, okay. Nice. When blocking, so... And the shields are the light shield at 40, night shield at 120, hard shield at 250, and the legendary shield at 360. And those are all like markedly cheaper, you know, than the armor. Oh yeah, the armor is, that's where you're burning your cash there. I find upgrading the shield to be less of a priority. I agree. And that's what um, I, I would just, um, when you go into a store to buy an item, it will always show you the next two, you know, in the sequence that are available. So... If you skip the first one, which I always do for the boots and the shield, then the second shop you go to will reveal the legendary one, so you can skip the third one as well. Oh. Like, that's you... the only way. I was like, there's no way you can afford to buy all of these items. Or I couldn't. I don't know. I see. Well, the final item you can buy is the shoes. And the better the shoes you have, the faster you can run and the higher you can jump. And that's super important. Yeah, these are always like priority one for me. Like them and the armor, they're tied. But, you know, the jump is very important to get. Yeah, just being able to jump higher is so, so important. There are literally parts in this game where if you don't have good enough shoes... You're just going to take damage as you move through the level. <laughs> and there are other places where you can't even get through if you don't have good enough shoes. I Luckily, like I said, I, I always went for the boots first, so I didn't really run up against that. But, uh, you know, I would skip the light ones, as well, I mentioned. You know, there's the cloth, and those are 50. You didn't mm -hmm. get those? No. The leather at 80. Yeah, that's the first ones I got. And then ceramic at 180. Which, ceramic boots, come on, man. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, did you buy those? No, I skipped those and I went straight to the legendary ones. And then you got the legendary ones for, what is it, 385, 380, somewhere up there? 360, yeah, yeah. Either way, um, you know, once you have those legendary boots, getting around is just so much easier. You can dodge a lot of enemies a lot better. And if you don't, like, you're like, I don't want to fight these, these jerks. Like, you, it makes it way easier to skip certain enemies that are real troublesome. Oh, and, you know, later in the game, you will want to just skip a lot of enemies. <laughs> Also, it's really cool that all of these uh, equipment that you buy and upgrade, like your sprite changes slightly. You get different colors, like your boots show up, you know, like at the beginning, you're barefoot. And then when you start getting your boots, they, you know, they all have, you know, different colors. And I think that's an awesome touch. No, I really like that as well. Now, also in your status screen, you can see how much money you have. Mm -hmm. Now, we didn't mention that bosses, they also drop money. Oh, yeah, tons of it. And you can only collect that money before you collect their key. Yeah, or some of them will drop a heart if if they're not the, you know, there's a key hidden in every round that you have to get to make it, you know, to the next one. So you'll also find that key there if you have it in your status screen. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, but when they kind of explode into coins and there's a key right in the middle, you want to make sure. And before you have any boots, it can be kind of tough to jump over that thing. But once you get them, then it's usually not too bad. Yeah. Just, you know, resist that age old urge to catch the item the boss has dropped before it hits the ground oh yeah yeah that'll get you nowhere no money for that no i did that the first time and was very disappointed oh but at this point now um if i don't get every money bag on that first boss i will reset oh yeah well i mean and you want to get uh because if you get uh not only with getting all the money bags but if you make it through a level with all your hearts full at the end you get a perfect bonus uh, at the end of ten thousand points which i will only get in that first level so I do every time. Oh, really? Okay. I, I would be able to get a couple more later. There, there are some tricks, too. 
I see, I see. Now also in that status screen, you will see your special items. And these are items that enemies also drop. Mm-hmm. And they have a limited use. Yeah, they just do they start working immediately when you pick them up? Yes, and I think some of them are by where, some of them are by number of hits you take. Yeah, um, I think the what the helmet, right? That, well, we'll start with the helmet. Yeah, that increases your defense ability, right? It cuts your damage that you take in half. Okay, like on top of your armor, right? Yes. Oh, awesome. I, I knew it was great, but I didn't know the exact. <laughs> well, mine, I actually prefer the gauntlet. And that was that double your damage? That or? doubles your sword strength. Yeah. So yeah. that really allows you to just plow through some enemies. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then finally, you have the winged boots. Yeah, and they just, when you hold up and you kind of float over and fly, I would get yeah. them and use them on accident. I, I didn't realize I was using them most of the time when I had them. So it was confusing for me. Yeah, I found them to be very confusing. Uh, there is a way to levitate with them. Mm-hmm. By pressing up after you've jumped and then pressed again, maybe? I don't know. I never found it that useful. Um, they do have a, another feature where you can glide down if you jump and then hold yeah. down the jump. Yeah, I, I, I like, saw that stuff on accident pretty like much. Like Mario's Cave. That's yes. mainly how I use them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can buy all of those as well. at the Like if you go to, say, a boot store and you have the legendary boots, they'll then um, sell you wing boots. And the shield will sell you, a shield store will sell you the gauntlet, and the armor store will sell you the helmet. And they're all only 20 at that point, so. That's a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah, like, you know, late in the game, when you've already, you know, just get something. You will see a key, if you have it. There is a, a spot to show the potion, if you have it. Now, the, the most important item that you have. Yeah, now you start the game, you're given one. Yeah, right when you get your uh, Gradius sword. Yes, and it works like the fairy in a bottle. Exactly, yeah. It'll just refill all your life as soon as it's depleted. And once it's depleted, you can buy them. Uh, you can find them in certain shops yeah, for like 100 Magic store, yeah. Um, th- yeah, they're 100 and uh, it, I'm not sure exactly where, which ones have them. You know, they won't show up if you if you have one. Right. So it's hard to tell where you can get it sometimes. Now, if you're very lucky, it is a rare drop from some enemies. I never saw that. And I did. I saw it once, and I was wonderful because I was actually, like, saving up to get it and a suit of armor. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's an extra 100 bones, man. Yes, it was It was quite wonderful. And then there is another spot that shows any quest items you may have. Yeah, you can get a couple uh, letters to various people. I mean, I think eventually, like, a flute. Oh, yeah, that's true. You do get the flute, yeah. And that kind of thing. And then if you get the magical inquest item, that'll be in that slot as well. Yeah, there are certain, yeah, the story items you pick up along the way. Yeah, and if you uh, complete all of the mini quests through the levels, you'll be rewarded with either the magic bell or the ruby. Yeah, and um, they're both pretty important. Uh, the magic bell helps you navigate the final level, which is a maze. A horrible maze. Uh, a horrible, horrible maze. Uh, I'll tell you right now, um, I used a map, and I recommend everyone does, because I, the amount of time you'd have to invest to find the way through here, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it then. But. but that way you don't have to get the magic bell. Yeah. Instead, you can get the ruby, which it reveals disguises, Yeah. A- I... a.k.a. cutting the final boss fight in half. Yeah, it makes it very, uh, the, the first half of the final boss fight is four hits. So. Oh, wonderful for you. Yeah. Well, Nick, what was your personal experience with this game? Um, I actually played this game a lot as a as a youngster. One of my friends across the street had it for his uh, Sega Master System, and uh, it was probably one of our favorite games he had for it. So we played it a lot. 
cool. I had a zero experience with it. Okay. I mean, I was interested to see how far along I got because I, you know, I have some pretty vivid memories about up. I think around a level eight is about where, you know, it kicked out. Like we used to always play it on his old uh, floor model CRT and we'd have to turn the TV off every like 20 minutes so that it cooled down because the graphics would get fuzzier as it, as it heated up and stuff. <laughs> wow. Now the only uh, master system experience I had was at my dad's friend's house. Mm. His kids had it, but every time I was there, I was on it nonstop. Sadly, they did not have this game. Yeah. I mean, there were, it's got some, some gems out there. Now then what was your recent experience with this game? Uh, well, it started off awesome. Like, this game really brought back the feels because, uh, you know, like I said, I played a lot and I loved it, and I haven't really gone back since. And, you know, it starts off pretty easy, and I was really like, man, this is great, man. I'm really having a good time. But then, you know, around six, sevens, where the difficulty starts to ratchet up. and Yeah, definitely. Now, how many times did you play this game? I, I played it four times, and I was able to beat it on the final one. Okay. I played it about six or seven times. Okay. And I never beat it. Okay. <laughs> I got to the boss twice. I will say this. The final time I played it, I used, uh, well, A, I used the map for the thing, and I used, I had to use the save state on the final level because I got so far, and I was like, I'm not going back again. Like, Right. Um, what we did uh, fail to mention earlier is that this game has no continues. And no lives. You, so <laughs> It's one sitting. Like it's, it's pretty rough. If you don't have a potion... And you die, you are starting at the very beginning of the game with nothing. It's, it's, it's brutal. Yes. I am very good at that first level. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, you can get a lot of the, you know, the first three, four levels are relatively short, and you pretty much have to master them. Like, Well, and just because, like I said, I would reset if I didn't get a perfect on that first one. Mm. So I went through it many, many times. And like you mentioned, the levels, you know, two, three, four, they're not that hard once you know what you're doing and where things are. Mm -hmm. So you burn through those a lot. And man, I feel like I really have a lot of the early part of this game deep in my memory now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I was able to remember quite a bit of the first levels, uh, you know, know some hidden uh, coins and stuff so that you know it definitely sticks with you it's stuck with me for well, 28 years i don't know <laughs> here we are in our general chat portion of the podcast and i'll begin by saying this game is damn hard yeah it's uh if it had continues it would make a million times a difference like because it's like you have to do the whole thing in one go pretty much yeah luckily you know, there is a lot of charm in this game, and yeah. there's enough difference in what you can choose to buy or do through the levels mm -hmm. that I wasn't enraged when I had to restart. Right, and, the you know, the, the, there's a bit of exploration looking for hidden, not just the hidden coins and, and money, but also a, hidden doors a, and other things. A very little bit, because yeah. that timer is always going down. Yeah, well, that's the, you know, and again, that's the key is it's like you want to learn where, uh, you know, the coins are the first time. So next time you can get them all without having to actually look. Okay. And I will be honest, I used a map for every level of this game. Um, I tried to go in without any knowledge and play through it. And I did the first night and realized I needed a lot more knowledge. And that knowledge gets you a lot of money. Yeah, that was the key factor. I needed a lot of that secret money from the first few levels. Because mm -hmm. without it, you can't afford any of the equipment that you really need to make it through some of the harder uh, first bosses and the bosses that have the swords. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and you can you know we should say that all of the all of the hidden coins and things are always in the same spot, even if the number of 
actual gold you get is it's random, I guess. It's it seems like it changes very slightly. Yeah, it's, it's like you get more the later in the game you are. It seems slightly. Now, one of the things I do really like about this game is that there are no falling deaths. Yeah, even the water. Like, you just stand in the water. Or the like, lava. Yeah, yeah, it just does damage over time. Spikes even aren't insta-death. No, like, you always can run to an edge and get out. Even if that ledge or edge is very far away, you know, if you have enough hearts, you will be able to make it there. And also, your the invincibility after you get hit is pretty generous. Like, it lasts a little longer, I feel like, than the average for me. Oh, yeah, that's the final item that we did forget to mention because it doesn't, you know, have a spot. It never shows you that you have it. Yeah. And it is the cape. Yeah, it's a little cape that makes you invincible for... You flash. Yeah, for some amount of time. But... For some amount of time. And that's when you have to run in, sword swinging. Yeah. Now, will that carry over from a door into a boss room? I don't know. I never had. I never encountered that situation. If you were lucky enough. I wonder. The way all these things tie together make this game feel like a grand adventure. Yeah, I mean, you get a, a lot of items. I love that. Uh, you know, you get equipment. And you start with nothing and to become, you know, so powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And, you know, uh, you know, like with the boots, like it changes your actual ability, you know, to move and interface with the environment. So, you know, you really feel like you're progressing. Indeed. Well, I doubt it will be very progressive because it's such an early game. But did this game have an instruction manual? It sure did. And it actually has a really good one. Um, oh, wow. Uh, I also have a lot of uh, nostalgia for this manual because uh, I, I didn't remember it in, you know, in my mind's eye until I saw it when because uh, uh, it's all blue and white. Oh, like a, like a mimeograph? Yeah, it's a weird, like, uh, it's a weird decision. It's not black and white. Maybe blue ink was cheaper that day. But I think a lot of, I think that maybe a Sega thing that okay. they did to, to be different. But uh, it's, you got a big 24 pages. Um, and real quick, too, the cover art for this and the box art is awesome. It shows uh, Wonder Boy kind of fighting the Red Knight, but, you know, he's like striking him, you know, down and the Red Knight's falling. But the look on Wonder Boy's face is so weird and creepy. He looks like a serial killer or the Joker or something. It's a really like a murderous smile. At, you, you sh I recommend checking it out. I will definitely check it out. No, I'm sure it was on that weird uh, Master System grid background. Yep, yep. As a kid, I thought that was really like sterile and non-fun game looking. But as an adult, I really, I really like it. Yeah, but yeah, it's like standardized, kind of, you know, it looks like efficient. So, uh, enemies list? Uh, yeah, there's uh, an extensive enemy section. It has names for all of the enemies and how many points they're worth. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. It includes the bosses and, uh, you know, you get a little story as well. Um, it starts with the, uh, okay, it starts actually with a recap of Wonder Boy 1. And that's where you learn your name is Bok Lee Temjin. And, uh, you know, the evil king took your best friend Tanya and, you, and he got her back. And then 11 years later, Wonderland is a paradise until a dragon comes. Oh, man. And you have to fight him. That's the story. Okay, well, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's got a little, uh, you got a page with a little world map, and it has, you know, the each uh, round where you are labeled on there, so you can kind of see, like, as you progress around this little uh, area. Well, that's cool. And it's got uh, an extensive item section. You have all your treasures, you know, um, even the items, like, they all have weird little silly rhymes, their descriptions. Like, for example, it's, uh, the harp plays a beautiful tune, some are hidden inside of a goon. Very, very nice. I, I, it really made me, I was like, is somebody from Konami sneaking here? Because they're all, like, they're really goofy. It's really kind of fun to go look at this. Uh... I think I really am going to have to go check this one out. <laughs> 
and uh it does uh you know and it points out with uh, you get some uh some hints tips and tricks and it points out how the bosses all have like a gem inside their body that changes colors as they are getting closer to dying right and that is what uh green yellow red dead yeah. yep yep and uh you know, it gives you some basic clue, you know, jump around trees or, you know, find gold and stuff. But, you know, it lets you know that there's at least hidden stuff in there. And like all good instruction manuals, it ends with a scorebook. So this this one's got it all. Well, when you uh, do die in this game, that is the final screen you see. And that is your total <laughs> score. So, yeah, it, but it's one of those ones with a grid where it's like name, score, date, and then. You know, oh, so you wow. can, but it has like three little uh, graphs, so like you can only record ten or twelve scores. I think like it's a, it's a weird way to do it if if it even mattered, but who knows? But yeah, so check it out, man. Wonder Boy in Instruction Book Land. It's awesome. It sounds it. All right, Nick. It's time to take this game level by level. Yes, it is. All right, we have uh, round one. Yeah, in the city of Wonderland. Oh, okay, you start out in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Got uh, cleared of some monsters. And yeah. You start, like you said, with nothing here. Yeah, and just right away there's a door. Go in there, you get your sword, you get your potion. Mm-hmm. Time to go fight some uh, some snakes. And uh, by the way, the guy that gives you that is the mayor of Wonderland. Oh, what a what a nice mayor! And all the all the people you encounter are weird monsters or animal people. Yeah, I don't think there are any other humans in this game. Well, maybe that lady. Which one? The one you saved in the first game. Oh, Tanya. Yeah, well, no wonder she's your best friend. If we're the only people around. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, this is where you're introduced to the concept of hidden money, which is scattered throughout this level. Mm-hmm. There is a pub here. Yeah, and that, that'll give you little hints, and as well as a little life. So any shop, any building, whatever, to get inside, there's a door. You just press up, mm-hmm. and that's how you get in. Pretty standard. Um, you know, you make your way across this very short level, and uh, there's a door you can't go through. Mm-hmm. So you go back to the door before it, and that's where you find the boss. Yeah, he's the Death Master. Ooh, the Death Master. He's pretty easy. Yeah, just a floating uh, Grim Reaper. And he'll swoop down at you. Do a really slow dive. You just hit him and he bounces away. Knocks back and he'll try it again. You don't even really have to move. You can just stand there and swat at him. As what, three hits? I think so, yeah. And he will explode into a bunch of coins. Yes, and and a key. I find at this level, you want to make sure he is somewhere in the middle. Yes. Because you need all the running, jumping space you can get to get over that key before you have any boots. Yeah, and you really have to, uh, like, the timing is a little weird, like... I felt like you had to jump over the key a little later than than I I kept trying because I would clip it with my foot on the way down. Yes, you will have to play through a couple hours of this game to really get the timing of your jump arc and your sword swing. Yeah, they're both a little weird. Uh, The sword has a little bit of a lag to it, I think. You know, it reminds me a lot of Kid Icarus, like your slippy feel when you're walking and the Uh jump, you know. But it's not bad. It's just something you have to get used to in a two degree. Agreed. Now, you do get those three hits off, you get your money, you get the key, and you can go to the goal at the end of the level. Yeah, the goal is always like a big uh, gate portcullis yellow thing that you just walk up to it and knock on it as any other door, and you're off. Hopefully, you got uh, all your life is full and you got your 10,000 point bonus. Yeah, because if you do, that will almost always, I think, knock you up to the next level get you one more heart it's pretty close like you know i mean it only takes thirty thousand to get the first one so right there is at least a third of it that's assuming you didn't kill any you know like you'll you'll get there pretty quick yeah so in between levels um 
you know, you get a little congratulations. Yeah, you see a little castle in the background. Yeah, your uh, remaining hearts disappear, and you get points for all of those. And possibly remaining time? I think, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure how. Because, yeah. And then it fills back up, you know, your hearts to where they were, plus a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And the next round begins. And this is round two. The Valley of Peace. The Valley of Peace. And it's nice. There's a little town in the beginning you can start. Yeah, and this is where you'll see your first uh, shops. You can get a boot shop, a shield shop, and a magic shop. And, yeah. a, and a pub. And a pub. Now, I never, ever bought anything at the pub. I own, yeah, very rarely unless I was just trying to, you know, edge my life up a little bit. Or, I mean, sometimes they'll have clues, but if you're using a map, you don't, you know. Like, there's one where they're like, there's a hidden room up up ahead. But, oh, okay. But they don't tell you where. They're very vague. Right. But that's money. Money I could be spending on boots, which you definitely might want to get here. Maybe not if you're Nick. I, um, no, well, it depends on if, if you have 80 gold by the time you get here, uh, which I was able to, like, just barely get it every time. You can yeah, get can the get leather boots at the first boot store. Yeah. In fact, you can get the leather boots here, and then you can also get the uh, first shield. You can get 50 more if you kill all of the creatures in this area and get all the hidden monies. Yeah, although I personally did not buy the first shield. I always skipped it. But, oh, wow. You encountered things that shoot you with arrows right away. I jumped over them, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I, I like the thought of that. It's I was really trying to use as little money to get to the top of my equipment list as fast as I could. I understand. Now, you will get through the first part. You'll go inside like a cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this cave, you will, I think, encounter the bats for the first time. You'll see the bats. They uh, usually drop hearts. So, you know, they swoop down. They kind of hover, and then they'll swoop down. So I They're was... a real pain in the ass. I These ones didn't bother me that much. Later, there's some, like, brown ones yeah. that really suck. But well, The key is, is you want to jump and attack them as they're making their downward swoop. Ah, see, I never jumped. I would just creep up to them, and then they'll do a swoop down, and you can just hit them. They'll go right in front of you. Even the brown ones? Uh, I don't know about the brown ones later. but See, I had the same tactic for all bats. These blue, I, I'm sure there are multiple ways, but I, I chose the, the inching, cowardly path. I think yours might be smarter, especially at the beginning. Now, I will say uh, I forgot to mention that I did play the arcade version of this for a bit. Mm-hmm. There are a few differences, uh, namely the ability to continue at the beginning of a level. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's very nice. And um, also <laughs> the bats uh, look way more baddish and not as cute. Okay. Yeah, these look like cat, or I'm sorry, bat teddy bears. You know what? I take that back. They're still pretty cute, but they're just definitely more bat-like. Okay, okay. Now, um, one thing to note is that in this little area is your first secret little room. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they do kind of cue it up when you get you land on a platform right in front of this, you know, blank wall, but it says, someone be behind the wall. Someone be behind the wall. Someone be back there. And that person, what do they do? They, they give you the letter to Catherine. Yeah, and, and this is the beginning of that, that quest we talked about, which will end up giving you that bell or that uh, the ruby. ruby. Yeah, it's, a, it's just uh, as you progress through the levels, you, there's a kind of like fetch quest. You have to you get this item you have to use or trade up to get another one, to get another one, to get one of those. So Yeah, also in the same area is a, a room you can clearly see, and that mm -hmm. has a boss in it that will give you the broadsword. Yes, that's the vampire. He's a pink... I guess vampire looking thing that he just kind of flies up. He'll do a dive similar to the death master, but he also just shoots like fireballs out while you're far away from him. Is it like four fireballs? It varies. Like I think it alternates between like four and six and back. Cause he does more sometimes. Either way, he only takes three hits as well. And you can easily jump over those fireballs. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Or if, if you just get close to him, he'll stop shooting them entirely and just keep diving. Yeah. At a certain distance, you can just, again, stand there with your sword and swing at him right when he gets in front of you. But you definitely want that broadsword. Yes. And once you have it, you can move on to the latter part of this level. There is a uh, boot shop. Is that where you got your first set of boots? Um, I mean, I already had my... Oh, the, you have the leather ones here. That's in, right. In theory, if you could somehow get 300 gold, you could buy the the legendary ones here, but I certainly couldn't. You can find a few, you know, there's a, a hospital down there too, if you need to fill up your life. Which I did use the hospital a couple times. Yeah. Okay. So does it escalate? It just escalates in price by 20 every time you use it. Is that how it works? Oh, I don't know. Because I never used it more than twice. Because like the first time's 20 and uh-huh. then it's 40, right? I wasn't paying attention. Okay. I noticed that, but I I've, I feel I never like I may used have, it more than I that. I may have been duped then on that second second visit because I just got in and was like, yes, heal me. I need to go on. Well, I'm, it's you need that life, man. You do. Because at the end of this level, you have a, well... Not that hard of a boss if you have that broadsword. No, it's the Master Myconid. He's a mushroom man who jumps around and spawns little mushroom men. Yes. Now, the Whirlwind, this is one of the bosses where it's really good. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, you can throw that Whirlwind out and it will bounce back and forth and just take out a lot of the mushroom people that you don't have to worry about. This guy, if you have the broadsword, he only takes two hits, so he's very easy. Yeah, and you can hit him while he's in the air or landing on you, so Mm -hmm. you really shouldn't take more than one damage. No, no. And you make it through, you get rewarded for the leftovers you have. I was able to get a, a perfect here as well. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of tricky, but it's not impossible. It's not. And if you get that perfect score, or if you don't, you'll find yourself rewarded with round three. The wizard's castle. Ooh, the wizard. Yeah, and you're, you're inside this uh, castle, and this is where you'll first see these little ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Now... The Red Ghosts. Yeah, okay. I was kind of confused to the name in the book because um, there are red ones and blue ones, right? But um, the ink is blue, so one of them is shaded, and I'm like, is that the blue one? Or the red one maybe is darker? I I couldn't tell. There's a ghost, and the ones that seem to be worth less points are called eel whips. So that's what we'll call these guys now. Okay. And (laughs) they only drop... Things that give you points. Yeah, items. And uh, they, they just kind of hover at you left and right, kind of boo style, you know, following yeah. you around. And they're, they're kind of slow. They can be a pain That's, uh, when you're trying to get the one off the ladder. Yeah, well, I didn't even try to get I would just lead it off and then run back and jump on the ladder and go up. Yeah, yeah. I just would get mad because I'm like, my time's running out. I don't, you know. But Yeah, otherwise they're all fairly easy to deal with. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you can move on up. There's a, a pub if you need a little life. Uh there's a magic and armor shop, or well, there's a magic shop, and there's a hidden armor shop to the left of the conveyor up, okay. upstairs. And that there's a pub, in the pub, they'll give you a clue to that. Well, you can also uh, find it because I think there's a noise or something. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, this is no. the last one where you get an actual clue, or there's a question mark yeah, above it. little question mark, a black question mark sign will appear, and you're like, what? Like, yeah. And in there is, like you said, an armor shop. Is this where you can get that heavy armor? I'm not. Well, what I did is I always buy. If you you start off and you'll have the light armor and the night armor available, right? Uh huh. And the night armor is the ripoff. So I always just bought the light one for Same here. for sixty. And then I'm not. I'm sure you. If you've already got the light armor, you could get the uh. What is it? Yeah, the heavy armor if you want it. I didn't get it yet, but I got it here. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. And it made uh this whole next area way easier, especially the annoying uh. Is it a cyclops that? Shoots the arrows at you? Oh, they're um, they're called goblins or goblets, depending on what color they are. 
Okay, and you encountered them before, but now they're on conveyor belts, and they're super annoying. Mm -hmm. But if you can make it past those guys, you'll find yourself at the final boss of this uh, <laughs> this area. The Red Knight. Yes, the Red Knight. Yeah, and he's super easy, man. He just kind of jumps at you, and yeah. you just jump and hit him in the air, I found. And oh. you can knock him back really quick. Like, he'll keep charging at you. and That's one way to do it. I also uh, read online that if he jumps onto you, if you're facing the opposite direction, you hit him with, like, the back of your sword strike. Oh, really? I didn't know that you could do that. Only with the knights. Oh, kind of so, Castlevania way in the, yeah, the backstroke? Yeah, so you can, like, let them land on you and knock them off real easy. Well, I mean, I, I just stuck with hitting them in the air because, once again, I was able to get a perfect here. So, wow. in my final one, uh, final playthrough, so. I guess that's why you got all those hearts. That's, yeah, no, and coming up, they're tricks, but. Okay, okay. Well, you get your perfect, like, Nick. Maybe you got your next heart built. <laughs> but uh, either way, you'll find yourself in Area 4. Yeah, the city of Baraboro, which was uh, mentioned earlier when they said, give this letter to Catherine. Yeah. And this is where she is. So you got to look around. Now, she's not in that first area, though. No, it's a, you're like in a coastal area, and there's a first, like a platforming area. You're heading left, and there's a bunch of kind of... Uh, just ledges you're jumping on and really jump around on these because they almost all, there's a ton of money here. They yeah. almost all have coin bags. Now, is this where you find the crabs for the first time? Yes, the first uh, snapper crabs who move around and shoot little short-range bubbles at you. Kind of annoying, but they always drop some good stuff. Yeah, they they take, what, like three hits at this point? And uh -huh. I think you can block the bubbles even with the weakest shield. Yeah. So um, if you just are patient, time it right, they're not too bad. They aren't, and if you can pick up, you know, a gauntlet or something from these guys, it's totally worth it. Yeah, and you also see the alley rats, the little rat men that are running around. They're real pain in the butt. Uh, they yeah, all versions of them suck. Yeah, they're the only thing that's. I think these ones will give you hearts. Like okay, and these ones take only one hit at this point. I think they take like two or three. Like I would always. Are they the red at, ones or the blue ones? These are the blue ones. Okay, yeah, the blue ones take three at this point for I me. I think, but yeah. man, they just they're horrible. Doesn't matter what color they are, they all suck. Yeah, the second part is like a little town. Yeah, That's, this is the town. Mm-hmm. And the lady, where's she at? She's in a hidden door. It's on a. You go up a ladder. There's a platform with one door and the blank space to the next, to the right of it, and that's where she is. Uh, oh yeah, because that's the door I always go in, no matter what. Because since it's up to go in a door, when you're going up a ladder and getting onto a platform, <laughs> you automatically go in that door. That's an <laughs> armor. It's a yeah. yeah, it's an armory or a shield. Shield. It's an armory or a shield store. And you want to be careful. We didn't mention it earlier. You can only go in. You can go in and out of a store once. If you if you don't buy anything and leave, it'll still be there. But the minute you buy something or leave the second time, that door is blocked off. Also, sometimes if you just hang out in a store, they will shut down the store on you. Yeah, and that really made me mad because I was in. A, I was going to buy my potion at one point, and then I got interrupted. And I was like, whatever, I can let it sit. I'm in a store and started talking, and then it timed out, and I almost cried. Oh, uh -huh. well. Hopefully, you got that. Uh... Letter to Catherine. You've exchanged it for some other strange thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then towards the end of this level, there's a weird little spot where you can fall into the water and then there's an underwater area. Yeah. Now, here's the trick. Totally you optional. Don't fall down there yet. You skip it. Okay. Go and then you'll you fight the boss. Okay. There, he's in the door just to the left of it, right? The Kraken. Yes. Not too hard. He kind of hovers around and shoots uh, patterns similar to the, uh, the vampire that we saw before. Oh, yeah, it's the octopus. Yeah, so you just jump up and... I just, yeah, jump and hit him. He's not easy. You beat him, get a ton of money, and uh, 
you get that key and then they then go down under the water. Okay, why? Well, there's a little, you know, there's a little magic shop there. Yes. Um, and then you just head to the right and you look back. But when you go back, the, the Kraken's door is open again. So you can fight him twice, get more money. And when he comes back, he gives you a big heart. Oh, whoa. So it fills up all your life right before the end of the level. So not only do you get a perfect, you get all your life back and you got twice the money. Man. Yes, and you can do that later with uh, the Blue Knight. I'll mention it, too. So there are oh. certain levels where I was like, I'm getting all this gold and all this. I'm very know. interested to do that now in my next playthrough. <laughs> uh, one note is if you do go in the shop down in that water, you can buy a potion there. So Yeah, that's the real uh, pickup in the water. But once you have beaten the Kraken, you get the key the first time, and all you need is that key to open the gate at the end. Now, although I would do want to say, if you fall down the the water before you get to the Kraken, you, you can't beat him twice. So you got to do it before you go down underwater. Okay, that's the I, the first few times I went through, I didn't do that, and then you heard it here, Cartridge Commandos: beat the Kraken, then fall in the water. Do it, and then use your key, and then you will be in round five. The Mam Desert. Yes, ma'am, the desert. <laughs> And this desert is uh, not that deserty to begin with. No, there's just a bunch of trees and those damn rats. Yeah, yeah. You make your way through those damn rats, and you fall into a well. Yeah, you head down the well. Um, you'll see more bats, and they w- our first encounter with what are known as madmen, which look like mud men or blob men. They, oh, you know, they, I hate those guys. I do never. I do not fight them. They're not worth it. Never like, fight them. No. And you can block their attack with your shield, so that's what you do. Yeah, maybe they're worth a ton of points, but I didn't mess with them, so. Ever. Never. Now, this is an easy, uh, there's a hidden mini boss down here, too, in the cave where you just knock on the wall, and uh, it's an easy one to miss. I think this is another sword. Uh, yeah. We fight the giant Kong, the big ape dude. Yes, and it is the great sword there. Yeah, and he chucks boulders. But if you're right on top of him, you just run and hit him, like, constantly? Yeah, he's very, he'll jump him, sometimes. He might but... get one or two boulders thrown. Yeah, he's he's a he's a pretty easy easy pattern. Easy, get that great sword though. You'll definitely want it. And there's an armor shop. I I never have enough money to get armor here. No, me either. And you make it through this area. You're back outside. Now you are in the true desert. Yeah, and uh, you'll head to the right. There's a bunch of uh, you know you'll see cacti, desert sand. And a stuff. lot of these uh, goblins throwing yeah. throwing their arrows, shooting Lots their of arrows. arrows. And, and then you fall down a hidden pit because there is no boss in this level. No, you get this weird, like, it's a room full of four, five? Four bats. Four bats, and, you know, each one you kill reveals a little platform you need to jump out. I mean, There is a key at the bottom, so you you get the key no matter what. You fall down, grab that key, kill those bats. Try. It's an easy place to lose a lot of life if you're not careful. No, my strategy was to use the fact that I was going to get hit to then use the invincibility from that hit to lure in and hit more of those bats. I bet that would be real easy if you had Thunder Spell here, but I didn't when I went through. No. So, you know, I lost maybe two hearts max because if you really can get in a lot of hits while you're still invincible, Mm -hmm. you can tear through these guys. I think I bought the uh, heavy armor in this level because I remember having it by the time I got to these guys. Yeah, definitely. If you get here without it, they they really whoop up on you. They do, and I'm also almost always losing a heart due to the time in this area. Mm, yeah. Now, you make it out of there, and then you can just go straight to the end of the level. Yeah, you'll see a, a pyramid with a door, and you or with a gate, and you go open it with your key. That brings you to round six. The Pyramid of Sphinx. Okay, it's fitting. It looks like a pyramid in here. It is. It is. And now, this is a level where if you do not have good boots... 
good luck. You can't jump up to the ladder, or you know, if you fall on the spikes, you can jump up to the, the ladder. Hole. Yeah, but those other we- there's a couple jumps from platform to platform that are almost impossible to get. Yeah, there's some weird ones, and you know, like I was, the, the entire floor in this first room is all spikes, so you just want to stick above them. There's some of those like Reaper guys that you know fly down. You can fight them. They take two hits. They're kind of a pain in the butt because once you hit them, you knock them away. And you almost always knock them away into some platforms you got to jump on. Yeah, or if you kill them and they drop a bag of coins and you you have to be right on it because you get it in the air. Otherwise, it's on spikes and not worth it. I always found their second hit. That's definitely one of those um, jump and then hit as you're landing, you know, attacks okay, that, yeah. you, that you've kind of learned through the game, you know. As you go through, you're definitely going to uh, learn the timing of your sword attack and when you can hit it through your jumping arc. Yeah, it takes some practice to get the, the hit detection down. Um, at the end of this first area, there is another magic shop that's hidden. Yeah, uh, there's you, you can get a hospital as well if you stay. You know, there's a pit you can kind of fall down to go to another, or, or after the spiky area, once you get into the more pyramid area. You know, okay. you can fall down, there's there's a pub, but before that, you can get to, there's a hospital up to the right, and uh, I think an armor shop. Yeah, now this is actually the one pub you may want to go to. Yeah, because you buy, what do you have to buy two? Is it ales? ales? Yeah, yeah, I think it's the ales. And if you do, he'll tell you about the boss and then tell you a little secret about the boss. Yeah, weird, which might not make sense now. But you go to the right and you find the boss room and he doesn't fight you at first. Yeah, you, you're challenged to a riddle by the Sphinx, which does not actually look like a Sphinx. It looks like a dancer. A, yeah, a dancer pharaoh head man. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Um, and the, the question he asked, it changes, uh, every time you play. Yeah. I don't know how many there are, but I don't, uh, I don't either. Uh, it was different every time I played it, I think, or yeah. Um, that I noticed I, the first time I went, I think I was too broke to get a, to go to the pub. Yes. So I was able to guess. And he was like, well, what kind of exercise am I doing? And I was like, you know, you always get three choices. So now did you ever actually fight him? I did. He's really hard if you have to fight him. Yeah, he's pretty hard. He's doable, but it, he is the, by far the longest-lived boss. And he will definitely hurt you. Yeah, he shoots these, like, fireballs at you, and you can kind of dodge them or, you know, get him to shoot at you in weird places, but it's a lot of trading hits, and it's better to just try to get the clues and because get the riddle right. If you get the riddle right, he says, wonderful, and then just vanishes. Yeah. And, and you still get all the money and the key. Yeah. Or and- is he just money? I think I this is one of the ones that there is no key. I think he yeah. just uh, explodes into tons of money, and you collect the money when you've collected the last bit. The level ends. Yeah, that you are correct, sir. You are rewarded for your wonderful playing and how many hearts you have left, and then you will be in round seven. The Pororo Islands. Okay. You know, <laughs> at the beginning, it doesn't seem much like very islandy. No, you're in. there's a lot of trees, more rats running around. And there's a bunch of uh, buildings here you can use. You got an armor shop, uh, and a boot shop, and a magic shop. So yeah, and this also has a another sword. Oh yeah, yeah. This is where I bought my legendary boots. Also, okay, definitely cool. Now I this is also where I screwed up on my final playthrough. Oh okay. What happened was I did not get the letter to Catherine. I guess. Okay. You didn't deliver it to her. I guess or. Uh no, I did. I did not. I did not have the charm. Or whatever it was. That or you get the here. flute from... In the- I did not have the flute. That's what it was. Now, I'd gotten the flute before, and I knew what I was supposed to do. But when I went there this time, I realized I didn't have it. So uh. I could not. And there's a special place at the end of this level. Well, actually, you know what? We're not there yet. 
Yeah, because, well, early on, as you go across, you know, you, you find all the uh, the stores. Um, again, legendary legendary boots make jumping over the stupid rats a real, it's essential here. If you're not, you're trying to uh, lose a ton of life and you head over and there's the boss, the mini boss room is what is called the coin collector. Oh, okay. Because some of the reapers will take your gold. Oh, I found this guy to be pretty easy also. Yeah, he has the, he has those ghosts going in there. Yeah, but they, I only had one ever get close to me. Well, there's only they won't move up and down really these ones so that much. So there's two that don't even enter your like latitude. So you just deal with one, and that guy will swoop down a la the other crappy reaper types, and you just slash away. Yeah, and you are rewarded with the famed Excalibur. Excalibur. You did not even have to visit the lady in the lake. Her loss. Now at the end of this area, uh, you talk to a guy and. He opens up another platform for you if you go back towards the middle of the board. Yeah, dude's like an elephant. Yeah, you head back and then you can hop up onto a cloud. And you get to go up into like the Mario cloud world. Yeah, yeah. There is money on every single cloud. So the farther you can get, the better it is. Yeah, you want to jump up there and get as much as you can. And whenever you fall off, you fall down. Yeah, and then you go into one of these. There's a few levels that have these like extended vertical falling down sequences. Yeah. You fall down into, what is it? To a new area of the town. Yeah, another chunk of the of the islands. Okay. And this is where you can use the flute if you have it. There's a uh, ladder you go up, you play the flute, and it opens up more of the map. Yeah, yeah. And there you can go get the there's like charm. A, well, yeah, there's like a little uh, like platform. pedestal platform. Yeah. You climb up there, use the flute, plays a little tune, which really, that I forgot all about that tune, but I remember. So we at least found the flute when I was a kid because I was like, holy crap, I really remember this like little jingle. Well, the last time I went through, I did not remember the flute, and I was pretty bummed. Yeah, after the uh, you use the flute, you head to the right, and then you're down in the cave and you're moving left. Uh, you'll see the little version of the Red Knight, who sucks. Uh, they're way harder than the real one. Um, you hop up on a platform, and that's where you can get the Charm of Star. Yeah, and that's just part of that big, long fetch quest. Yeah, you, you later will trade this for the hero's emblem, but just head out and head back to the left. And uh, The only room you can go into, the only door that's available to you, is the boss. Yeah, the Blue Knight. Now, here's the other trick. If you already fought the Blue Knight, he will have reappeared after you go through this sequence. So this is another one like the Kraken where you can fight him twice. Second time you'll get the refill of life, heart, tons of points. So that, I, I did that as here, here as well. Man, awesome. I really, really need to do that on and, my next I mean, playthrough. Yeah, the, the Blue Knight, just like the other one, a little tougher, very easy. Yeah, if you've upgraded your equipment along the right path, he shouldn't be any harder than the first knight you fought. Not at all. You'll get a key, you use it on that big old gate, and you will move on to round eight. The Village of Cacti. All right. Now, this is a an interesting level because it does have a branching path in it. Yeah. You can either go uh, along the top route to an abandoned town mm -hmm. or take the bottom route through the cave. Now, the if you go down through the cave, it's a little easier, I think, mm -hmm. right away. But going to the right, uh, you can go to the village and there's a door where you will encounter an optional boss, the Blue Mage. Okay, I did not encounter him. Uh, he's not very hard. He just kind of flies and shoots. Uh, very easy, but when you kill him, he will give you nine thunders. Oh. So that's the draw there. He doesn't give you any real items, but if you can get those and hold on to them for three levels, I don't know. Like They help a lot against the, the I, final guy. I think I could. So I definitely am going to try try him out next time, too. Wow. I got a, I had a lot to tackle in my next playthrough. <laughs> But yeah, so um, whether you beat him or went down, um, you will just head through some caves and you will fight uh, the Medusa. 
Well, the thing is, is you might not fight the Medusa on the first time you run through here because I think her boss door is hidden. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it's on a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did. I, I know I missed it once. You have to go back and, and just knock around on every wall. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty obvious where it is. I think it gives you one of those uh, question mark spots, possibly. I, yeah, probably. But, but you know, Medusa, she's uh, a little similar to the Mushroom King. Yeah, she jumps around and spawns snakes out. And, I mean, it's a good-looking Medusa. It looks pretty faithful. Yeah, and those are good-looking little snakes. Yeah, although they are immune to the tornado. They are. So that that one's not as much, but I was able to still, you know, they only take one hit to kill a snake. It's pretty easy. Yeah, you just need to stay on top of them. Don't let the screen fill up with the snakes. And you can always usually hit Medusa. If you move back, you can easily see where she's going to land when she jumps. Oh, sure. I would usually just hide in one of the corners. And as she would come, try to jump and hit her. And that way all the snakes are at least on one side of me. All right. You know, beat her. You'll get that key. You'll pass a boot shop in case you haven't gotten your legendary ones yet and then you're done with this level mm-hmm. next up is level nine the floating city of tanovia hmm. now that's very interesting <laughs> the beginning of the level is a floating city yeah you some cities on platforms you, you're heading right and it's floating over was it lava yeah like so, it's weird <laughs> it's a dangerous place to raise a child but you know mm-hmm. now this is uh one of your last chances to get some armor yeah um this and actually you can get there's an armor a shield and a magic shop in this level okay but and this may be the end of the line the next the next level has all four shops okay after that no more so this is where you want to make sure you have as much like I was able to get the, not by now, well, yeah. By now I would have the normal shield, the legendary boots, and the heavy armor. Okay. That's where I'm at. And all the swords, so far. So far. You make it through this little town that's floating over lava, and then you are in, you know, this long descending chamber. Yeah, and I mean... Did I, you stop and fight anything? Hell no. No. Oh. It's not worth it, man. There's nothing. They give you nothing. <laughs> like, no. these guys only give, if they give you money, I might have, to try to build up but they don't so this is where you get the sword of legend oh yeah this is the hidden one yeah. there's a hidden room on the you know platform second from the bottom so not the very bottom of the shaft but the room before it there is a platform with a secret door on it and that is where you get the sword of legend if you have gotten every other sword in the game yeah you have to fight the king demon who is a blue demon-looking guy with a circle of fireballs that kind of, you know, moves out and in. It expands and retracts and gets bigger. He's very easy. You might, you'll probably hit you once on his first, you know, push out with his circle, but you can get inside it and then just chop away. He's very quick. Well, hopefully you do get that because, man, it will make this next area super easy. You have a few more uh, gaps to jump, and then you're at the boss of this level. Yeah, is this where you first see the, like, icy yes. uh, floor terrain? Yes. Well, this boss is called the Mega Goblin. Uh, okay. He looks like a, a pig who's armored. He shoots lasers at you, and you can jump over them, kind of. He's a little tricky, yeah, actually. Yeah, I definitely took some damage at this guy. But he's not horrible. I was able to beat him with not too much trouble. No, it's all about the jump. You can get over those. You can get him down. And then you will get that key. You need that key to open that gate. Mm-hmm. The gate to round 10. The ice castle. Yeah, this is uh, an ice level. Well, icy floors, dirt, But um, not too rough. This is not Icarus. No, no. These ice are some of the more gentle, slippery uh, floors that I've ever encountered, really. Yeah. And it's not like you're dying if you fall off most of the time, so it's, you know, minimal problems. Yeah, you definitely um, are glad that it's not too slippery, though, because 
there is a lot of jumping in this area. Yeah, you'll be uh, hopping around, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty tough. There are a lot of hidden doors for all the the stores. So right. but look it, look around for those. But it is a very short level, all in all. Yeah, very much so. And this is like we said, your very last chance to stock up on whatever items you need for the final level. Yeah, I wasn't able to get the legendary shield, but uh, by this point, I was able. I had the armor uh-huh. and the boots. So. Well, I too had the legendary boots. I had the legendary armor at this point, mm-hmm. but I did not have that legendary sword. Oh man, it's no good. <laughs> no, no. And I noticed it around this point and I thought, well, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be around here somewhere. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> you know, I got to the end of this level mm-hmm. and then I was greeted with uh, another ape. Yeah, the Snow Kong. Yeah, it looks just like the one you fought before. Now it's blue and white. Mm-hmm. Maybe it throws more boulders or further. I thought he seemed a little tougher, but I was able to tear through him really easily. It's the exact same tactics as before. If you stay right on top of him, he doesn't really throw a whole lot. And he, I do want to point out that these uh, the Kong enemies, uh, the Kong is spelled K-H-O-N-G. So. You know, no copyright infringement there. Kong. Well, once you have defeated Kong, you don't get a key. He just explodes into money. Yeah, as everyone should. Yes. Once you've collected that money, you are rewarded for the hearts you have left. And then you are treated to round 11. The Undersea Kingdom of Catfish. Yeah, this is a weird, <laughs> weird a level. Weirdly named level, yeah. <laughs> you're outside and there's some water around and uh, you're heading to the right. Mm-hmm. There's a pub, you know, and then once you get to the end of the board, you don't really know what to do. Yeah, but once you get down, check out that water. There's a hidden kind of pit you fall through. Yeah, and there's a annoying underwater stage yeah and uh, this is where uh, right away you'll see a door to your left and you want to go on that okay and when i was there it offered to sell me a shield or buy like some thunders or something yes the first time i played i got the shield and went on but that you don't want to do that because this is where you get the the hero's emblem you want to go into that store leave then come back and then it'll be a different person there and they'll just give you the hero's emblem and what is the hero's emblem uh you use that to trade for the ruby or the, oh. this is the final uh, item this is in the, the final quest. part of the quest. Yeah, so you want to make sure don't buy anything in that shop, leave it, come back, get that, and then go out. I don't know if there's a clue in a pub that's pretty opaque. but Right, and then through this water area, you're going to find these little dudes that, oh, they're like mini cannon creatures. Yeah, they look like, it might be of Octoroks, but they're underwater, and are, are they invincible? No, no, you can kill them. Okay, I just... They take like four hits. Uh, well, four hits is too many for me. I just would take a little damage and... You can usually jump past a whole squadron of them. Oh, yeah, per especially hit. if you're invincible from getting hit by one of them. Yeah. Now, the water area is very short lived. Mm-hmm. You get through there and then you are onto an area with, uh, you know, just some more platforms you got to jump across. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, lava on the. Or there no. is some lava underneath, more of the annoying uh, bats and those uh, Grim Reapery guys. Mm-hmm. But at the end of this area is another super long shaft. Yeah, falling down. Once again, I didn't fight anybody. No, there is one area where there's like two bats that spawn, and I got hit by them every time as I fell oh, through. Oh, yeah, you you can try to weave, but I yeah, I got hit every time too. And, you know, just, just accept it and keep going, because I'm sure you'll take way less hits than if you stopped and fought many of the things on your way down. Mm-hmm. Now at the very bottom, you want to duck to the right, and boom, you pop out in front of a big old building. Yeah, and there's a big dragon statue and there's a warning that says from here on out this land is controlled by the dragon beware and stuff yeah it's pretty intense yeah and uh you head to the right and there, it's there's just a bunch of there's like four or five doors right mm-hmm. 
And they're like a pub. There's a hospital in there, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's some uh, mini blue nights. Uh, they're, again, a pain in the butt. I skip them as well if I can. Now, is this where you get the, the bell or the ruby? Yep. You can, if you have the hero's emblem, you go into one of those doors, they'll let you pick bell or ruby. I chose ruby. You probably should uh, now that the internet exists and you can <laughs> check a map. But also in behind one of these doors is the final boss of this uh, area. Yeah, the Silver Knight. And he is just another one of the knights. Yep, same, same old, same old. Yeah, same tactics, same sprite, uh, you know. Just same easy. Yeah, apparently you can use Nick's jump into technique or my stand under technique and it works on all of them. <laughs> you know, when this one dies though, you will get a key, mm-hmm. get all that money, get to that gate. And get on through to the final level. And oh, what a level it is. This is round 12. Yeah, it is a huge maze. Huge maze. You know, it's kind of like the last level of Mario where you have these little forks. You can go one of one or two or maybe three ways. But what makes this maze so unbelievably dickish <laughs> is the fact that if you take the wrong turn, many times you will end up at the very beginning of the level. Yeah, or at like five screens back, I think, at some place. It really sucks. Like, you have to, if you don't, I don't know how you're supposed to learn this. Like, go find a map. You will crap your pants and be like, I'm really glad I didn't choose to try to do this. Like Because it's hard with the map. Oh, yeah, because, you know, most of it's going through trying to take the right stuff, hoping you don't get knocked into a pit or something because it won't kill you. It'll just start you back over. And I lost, I don't know, three at least hearts from just time. Uh, well, the the worst part is there's one section where you're jumping up this shaft. Oh, my God. And there's those two blocks. No, that... no, no. <laughs> so the worst part of this game is how you should have started that. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It's, it's pretty demanding. Because this is the only part of the game that has asked you to now be a precision platformer. Yeah, I mean... Granted, it's more about timing because you're just jumping left and right onto these these weird blocks that you've never seen. You know, they don't behave this way in any other part of the game. You jump on it and it'll start to fall and you have to jump on the other one. And then the previous one rises above. So, so you are basically hopping left and right, well, up and left, up and right, over yeah. and over again in a very, very specific pattern and cadence. Yeah, and it's like, what, And you're doing five? it for one, two, three, four, five five entire levels it's five screens going up and if at any point you drop off and fall down to the previous screen you don't fall to the previous screen you fall five screens or somewhere way back you have to go so far to get back to this place it was very frustrating it is beyond frustrating oh my goodness i did this climb at least five or six times. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, you, you lose a lot of life to the the hourglass if you keep if you keep dropping. So it's it's really brutal. It is so brutal. But if you get through that area, you're a little over. You're about halfway. <laughs> yeah. And the good news is is that a quarter of this is falling. Yeah, yeah. You can so, zip past some stuff, but there's a couple places where you, you will be falling, and it's like you want to cut right right away to get to the ledge, or otherwise you're going back to the beginning, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like almost every uh, enemy in this entire level, I'm jumping over. Yeah, they're they're not leaving you hearts. They're not leaving you. Uh, they're leaving you money, which you can no longer spend. Yeah, nothing. It sucks. So you drop down this final final shaft, which is nice because it's just straight all the way down. Mm-hmm. Hit the bottom. Make your way to the left. And then you come to a weird future hallway. Yeah. What's going on? Am I in Final Fantasy now? Yeah. Robots. But you enter the room and you find Mecha. The big green dragon. Yeah, he's a good-looking dragon. He is a great sprite. And uh, if you're me, though, 
you don't have that ruby, so the first half of this battle is going to be a tough one. Yeah, when uh, I got here with the ruby, I jump up, hit him in the head once. That's his weak spot, obviously. And then you'll see a little kind of flash. Some stars appear around him for a second. I'm guessing that's what the ruby. Okay. Well, like, you, you didn't see that? No, I saw me hitting him a minimum of 12 times. I don't know. Yeah, he sucks. He just kind of jumps, and then he'll, he'll shoot a fireball down. It'll kind of target where you're at. Mm-hmm. You run past it, jump up and hit him. And then he'll shoot another one from the ground that's a little quicker. Oh, he does do it from the ground then. Yes. The, okay, see, I didn't see it. He didn't do that to me when I was using, I guess, with the ruby. Well, I guess in the extracted battle with me, he decided to use all of his arsenal. Now, the thing about this dragon is that he's not that hard, you know, in the terms of avoiding his attacks, hitting mm-hmm. him. The challenge is not touching him. Yeah, because he does a good amount of damage from contact, right? A ton. And then the other key is you don't want to get hit by the tail end of that fire. Yeah, sometimes it, you can block the fire with your shield. Yeah, it depends on the angle. But I've the, never been able to do it like reliably. But the very end of that fire blast is really strong, and it will take off a ton of health. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Like where it burns at the end. That's like at least three or four hearts. Ugh, yeah, because I, I couldn't figure out sometimes where I was like, something's hitting me, you know, and I'm taking a lot more damage than I thought I was. It's the very last part of that fire he breathes. Mm, okay. Now you get enough hits on, and he does have a gym, so you can see where he's at. Mm-hmm. And you will destroy him in what is, of course, his first form. Right. And that's how you discover he is actually a mecha, M-E-C-H-A, dragon. Yeah, robot dragon time. And this is where I never saw further. Okay, well. I died at the hands of this mecha dragon. I'm guessing that um, his uh, attack patterns are the same as the extended, you know, Mm -hmm. green part, you know, first form. Um, You know, he does the, the jump and shoot down at you as well as shoot a targeted one at you. On, on when you're on the ground. Yeah, it's this hard is, to jump over. Is he any faster, does it seem? I, I couldn't really tell because okay. I barely fought the first one. Like right, four right. hits, man. But, um, you know, Rub so it I, in. <laughs> well, it was like, and sometimes I would find if I was standing close enough when he does his targeted one, it'll go straight down. I mm-hmm. couldn't, I wasn't able to reliably, like I just kept beating my head against this guy. Now, how many hits do you think he took? Yeah, 20. Oh yeah, it's a lot. Like it seemed like a like I mean I got him. I was able to reliably get him to the yellow gem, you know, at first every time. But I I didn't have you know I, when I got there I only had like three hearts left in my potion. Right. So and my other problem was I did not have a potion. Ugh, I, I can't. Yeah, it took a lot. And uh, but eventually you keep whacking away, hitting him in the head. Sometimes you get lucky, you get these double attacks. But he starts, he blows up, and you win. Excellent. Yeah, you get uh, the ending, um, you know, it'll go to the, you know, congratulations uh, thing. Um, that you see at the scene. end of every level. Yeah, and it gives you a little message that tells you, like, the dragon was a robot? Who knew? Uh, maybe it's from another planet. Mm, foreshadowing a sequel? Yeah, possibly, but you just get a little, uh, like, one paragraph worth, I guess. It gives you points for any gold or life you have left. Okay. And then uh, you see the sunset on that little castle, and you, some stars come out, and it says "so long" in a font, and play some music. And oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, I mean, kind of minimalist, but I, I liked it. I'm a I'm a sucker for any old game that ends with a sunset. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a classy way to go out. It truly is. Well, now we are in the review portion of our podcast. And as the cartridge commanders know, we use the classic Nintendo Power review system. 
Net reviews across four categories, and each category has in a, has the possibility of getting zero to five points. Let's begin with graphics and sound. What did you give this game, Nick? I gave it a three. Okay, I gave it a 2.5. All right. Yeah, I thought the graphics were good for the time, um, but, you know, a little sparse. You saw a lot of the same enemies, a lot of things reused. Yeah, there's uh, definitely sprite swapping. Um, I really like that your your character image changes as you uh, equip up. Yeah, that was a definite bonus. And, uh, you know, uh, it just, uh, it's pretty basic graphics, but I thought, you know, the backgrounds, while nothing fancy, were just tasteful, well done. Um, I like the... You know, like I kind of mentioned before, I was used to seeing this on an old crappy TV, so seeing it nowadays, I was like, wow, these graphics are actually better than I imagined. Yeah, and you know, I played the arcade version, which does have better graphics. Oh, uh, I bet, man. But one thing it doesn't have is better sound, because it has like one song that repeats. Oh, yeah, I mean, the music's not bad in this game. Uh, no, it's a fun uh, little bit of adventure music, but I do like the sound effects in this game. Yeah, it's got, you know, it's got some good stuff going on. There's a definite charm to them. You know, uh, all of the characters and all of the enemies, even though they don't uh, have the most variety, they all have a real nice charm to them, a very cutesy and chibi mm -hmm. kind of look. And, like, there were no enemies that I didn't know what they were or how to describe. Like, you see that a lot in some old games where you're just like, I don't know what that thing is. Like, No, definitely not in this one. Well, next up is Play Control, and I gave this game a 3.5. Really? Okay. I gave it a 2.5. Now, I said it was pretty good, but it's all tied to the boots. It's know? very true. Um, you know, uh, you, it is a little slippy, kind of Kid icarus but uh, once you get that first boots, it really helps. Uh, you know, I don't think it uh, it asks too much of you. you no, know? and that's a big uh, way I factor in the uh, Play Control for a game. I only found one point in this game where it asks you to do things you really can't do with these controls yeah i would that's I, that vertical that vertical shaft yeah yeah i yeah that sucks but but I, otherwise you know you could make almost every jump that they want you to and the only reason you couldn't is because you were cheap and you didn't get the right boots <laughs> yeah footwear is important man and uh i do i did kind of dock it a little for uh mapping the magic to the down arrow Okay. I mean, they, their controller doesn't even have select or start on it, so I get it on, on the Sega Master System. Like, you're running out of space, but it's still kind of rough. Well, Nick, what did you rate the challenge factor of this game? I gave it a 4.5. Well, I gave it a 4.0. You know, maybe okay. I'll upgrade to 5, but <laughs> no. Uh, I said, ouch, no continues. Yeah, no lives, no continues. It's a tough uh, It's tough. It's tough. It's tough going. Now, levels one through three, they're kind of a trick, you know? You can learn them pretty easily, maybe up to four. But after that, you know, you really got to be on your toes because... Yeah, if you don't, if you manage your money wrong, that's going to come out in the the form of less equipment. Like, you're, you're going to be poorly armed by the end of the game. Like, you really want to use the early stages to get as much points and uh, gold as you can. Oh, yeah. I mean... I got to the end of this game twice. The first time, I was woefully underprepared, and I realized I had to start over and try to get my equipment in order in the right way. But then by doing so, I screwed up and didn't get my quest items in the right order. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot to, to keep track of in this game, and, and it can make it pretty hard, especially with all those secret rooms and secret places. Yeah, and I mean, it should be said, too, like, I can't imagine going through that last level without a map. It was, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Finally, we have theme and fun. 
Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Okay, I gave it a 3.5. Fair enough. Now, even though I found this game very hard and didn't beat it, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed my time with this game. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a pretty, it's simple in a way, but it does have layers yeah. to it. You know, there's a little bit to explore and to learn and it's, you know, it's fun and it's, it's you know, the challenge is really from the lack of continues and stuff. So like we, we talk a lot about it, but it, each individual level isn't that bad. It doesn't really present you with anything, you know, for the most part where you're like, I really hate this. Like until, Correct. The, until the very end, it's just fun. The one thing for me that really set it up past uh, the 3.5 level was just the theme. The fact that, you know, you are traveling across a kingdom that you're going from one adventuring area to another into a pyramid, into a castle. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they really nailed it across the, you know, all the different themes they wanted to explore in this game. And they, they showed it off in the manual with the map. I love it. So, Nick, should you play this game? You should, but you should also cheat. I agree. Check it out. But if you enjoy it, you better buckle up. Yeah. Because this game's rough. Sure is. Don't be afraid to save state if you need. Don't be afraid to use any maps, any guides, any walkthroughs. Because if you're going in blind, I hope you got a month or two to kill. Yeah, it's, it's up there with like Ninja Gaiden at the very end where I'm like, man, this is very demanding to, to do it, you know, on your own. But it's very rewarding if you can. So I definitely recommend checking it out. Next week's game will be Vice Project Doom. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, if you have any questions or things we got wrong, hit us up at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. And also, really let us know if you guys are interested in multi-part episodes. Some of these games are really big, and we like to talk about them in particular. So hit us up, let us know. Yeah, we've asked you once before, and while we have heard from some of you guys, we haven't heard anything about the two-part episode question. So we don't want to go ahead and split things up and... Make a four-hour marathon that no one listens to. So I'd love to do Zelda, but I can talk about Zelda a whole lot. Let us know how long you'd be willing to listen and how many parts we could put it into. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Twitter at Cart Command. You can follow us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher or any of your favorite podcast apps. Feel free to give to us on Patreon. Your support makes this show possible. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! Cool. I had... Cool. Cool, Nick. It's damn cool, and I want to. I want everyone to know how cool it is. Mm.